Welcome to Healing Beyond Physical, a podcast, a sacred transmission from my heart. I am your host, Omokiram Patrawala, and I will be here every week by your side, guiding you and empowering you to get curious and bring compassion to your healing journey so that together you can heal beyond the physical and come home to your whole self. Hello beautiful community, I am so excited to tell you more about these wonderful events that I have been playing with and in the process of creating and curating for you. And um, these upcoming events are going to be happening, unfolding in the summer months and there will be different events in each season. So the summer months are a lot about play. Um, sun energy is peaking and it invites us to come out and be outside in nature and really embody this playful energy. And that's what you will experience in these uh, mini retreats that I will be hosting on our sacred land. The retreat is called Be Nourished, where we get together and we play. We're going to be playing in the energetically charged uh, saltwater pool. We are going to be playing in nature on our sacred land. We are going to be connecting under the magical and the healing uh, vibration of um, Luna, this beautiful tent space. Um, and so much more. There is so much more that's going to happen in those um, two and a half hours that we're going to spend together. And it's just what we need to remind us so that we can remember that um, play is available to us. And play is such a bridge, really helps us come into our imagination and shift out of those survival states in a way with um, no expectations, with no rules, uh, to just simply be. So if this is in resonance with you and as you're listening to me, if your heart is saying yes, then be sure to sign up. All the details for Be Nourished Healing Events is going to be linked up in the show notes. So go head over to the show notes and secure your spot. Each retreat, there's four happening, two in July, two in August, has, um, each retreat will have a space for eight sisters to gather in circle. So it's a really small, safe, intimate, sacred experience that I'm curating for you. And um, if you are ready, and if this is in resonance, and you're ready to say yes to yourself, then um, come play with me. Come play with me. This is um, happening in Streetsville, Mississauga. So I look forward to seeing you and, um, and, and playing out in nature with you soon. And now for the podcast for today's Sacred Transmission. All right, welcome everyone to Healing Beyond Physical. And in today's podcast, I am so excited to have a very special friend guest who will be 
alongside transmitting wisdom and um, just generating more curiosity for you on your journey. And this beautiful guest, her name, without further ado, is Laís Gord. Laís is Brazilian and she is a Brazilian sound priestess. And you'll see that in a moment. And a soul seer helping soul-led humans to hold and to really step into their true power and expression of their uniqueness. She creates portals to celebrate their wholeness and transmute pain through space holding, through sound and music. So, so many gifts this beautiful goddess embodies. And um, yeah, I invite you to bring your curiosity. And if you are in a place where you can have a journal and a pen, then go ahead and have that. And just kind of pick out words, um, phrases, things that are going to be in resonance for you today. So I always invite you to listen in um, through your inner compass. So align with your inner compass as you're listening to this conversation so that what you need to hear is heard and taken. And that is where I'm going to say hello to Laiz and welcome her. Welcome, Laiz. Thank you for being here in this space with me in this time. We're recording this in a really special time of the year as well. Um, so I feel like this energy is going to transmit even later on whenever our listeners hear. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Mo. So grateful to be here with you right after this eclipse, uh, the time where we're recording. And yeah, when this is delivered, I feel like a lot of things are going to be more clear already for people because we're shedding a lot of things and we're embracing a new version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. And I know and I, I, I do want to say and acknowledge that the shedding can um, can bring up a lot of fears and it can feel very painful. It can feel like death, right? Like it can be it has an edge to it and that's okay yes that is part it, of the process it, it's okay to feel yes it's important. okay to allow it in <laughs> versus feeling like oh am i doing this wrong or you know it's not working out for me or this is not how it should be um i just want to say to everyone who's going to be listening that that is part of the shedding um you know that is part of the shedding so welcome it gently yeah. So with that, I'm going to go right in because our, our conversation today, uh, for those who are tuning in, is uh, vibrate with the cosmos. And what vibrate with the cosmos means, Laiz is going to transmit um, that from her spirit as it relates to those of us who are on a conscious healing journey of healing beyond the physical and we're curious about it and we're either starting or we're in the midst of it, or we've been doing this, it doesn't matter where we are. I feel that what Lay's about to share is going to bring many seeds of curiosity. So Lay's with that, I'm going to allow, give you and invite you to transmit. What, what is this vibrate with the cosmos as it relates to healing? Yeah. So as you were talking, I was already getting, because I haven't prepared anything. I thought, okay, we're just going to go with the flow. And yeah. I was already listening to uh, what's coming in. It's really about the fact that the universe has its rhythms, rhythms. the cosmos mm -hmm. has its rhythms. Yeah. And the rhythm is something that we 
because we see things in this 3D world with time and things going faster or not having enough time and the time is passing and so on, we tend to want to rush things instead of go with the pace of what is happening. Mm -hmm. And yes, things are moving faster and we might feel like we are going slower with that pace, but the fact that we have, for example, right now, a Mercury retrograde, it is, it is a time where things are supposed to go a little mm -hmm. bit slower, are supposed to be more thought through, and we are supposed to think, look back what I have done and what I have said and what I really want to carry forward with this eclipse as well. It's a time where we need to look, what are my values that no longer align with who I am and what are the values that I will carry forward. And if we don't take this step back to realign, that's where we feel like we are following, falling apart because we are not taking care of our vehicle. We're not taking care of uh, that flux of energy. And so, yeah. We can talk more about the, the rhythms on that. Yes, and I'm loving that you um, use that word rhythms, it's goosebumps, and, and also um, honoring the pace of a rhythm. And I feel that Mercury retrograde, um, this time period, and you know, sometimes uh, there is this like fear that comes around it. And that in itself is like an opportunity to break free of that programming that somehow slowing down is dangerous and um, not part of success or what success would even look like for anyone. So I feel like every time this planet kind of comes into this space, it's a reminder that this is purposeful. Um, this is not us failing. It is needed. So I want to honor that. And um, Laise, you also said, I love the questions that you offered our community of listeners to um, kind of ponder and be curious about what do I really want to carry? And you said, what are the values that no longer align? And, you know, what is it that I'm going to carry forward with me? And I feel that there is a lot in those statements for one to reflect on because values are constantly evolving as we grow and it's not like one value was not good before and now this is you know it's not about good or bad or this is better however more about alignment it's like you know who you have become now and based yeah. on that who you are and your truth now what is that is it you know your values and your truth are they kind of vibrating yeah in that resonance so yes for those listening that is so powerful I I love that you brought that back and I want to put one thing because sometimes we get so attached. This is the Scorpio Taurus thing and this yes. is going to carry on uh, in this eclipse season. So it's not ending right now. So when people listen to this, it's going to be still happening. Um, Scorpio can and Taurus have this theme of attachment and detachment mm -hmm. and we can get so attached to <laughs> our values and to who we are or who we think we are because mm -hmm. actually in truth we're, we're just a soul we're just part of a, a dust from the source yeah. so it's it we are everything but we feel so attached to small things 
Uh, and you mentioned the the alignment with the values. I'm gonna make a very simple uh, analogy to mm-hmm. make it clear that it's okay to let go. Mm-hmm. If I were was were wearing this uh, warm knit uh, coat uh, in the summer, yeah. that would be out of alignment, right? <laughs> yeah. You'd be so, sweating it out. <laughs> I would be sweating it out. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. it is in alignment right now. When I'm in the south uh, of the globe, so I'm I'm in winter. It is in alignment right now. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Of course, we have core values that will never leave us. Mm-hmm. But there are things and that are seasons in our, in our lives, mm-hmm. and it's okay to let go. Mm-hmm. It's okay to change. It's okay to go through the uh, shedding and change who we are. Yes, yes, it's okay and it's safe. And um, when you said attachment, um, if this is the time of attachment and detachment, I feel that it, it, it flows and dances so beautifully with letting go of values that are not in alignment with who you are in this time and space, right? Um, and I know personally, I've been sitting a lot with uh, values around um, what I felt, what I feel now success means to me and what it meant, you know, in my 20s, what it meant in, when I was in my 30s versus what it means now as I'm in my mid 40s. It's changed. It's evolved. And yeah. part of it is it links to what is valuable now to me. And can you, yeah, can you give an example of one thing that you yeah. see that changed? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, so a big one for me is in the past, I guess in my 20s and 30s, if we were to say, um, the value was to have external acknowledgement and uh, certain labels and ways in terms of how the world would see me and how I'm perceived by the world. And now I am moving through a phase and it sort of started that dismantling happened in my mid thirties as I went through my own sort of rebirth experience and you know, the big rebirth versus the smaller kind of rebirths that happen. And where I felt like I was stripped of all of that. And then I had to start from, okay, now who am I? And it's taken me over a decade (laughs) to realize that what I truly value in this moment, as I sit today right now, is I value the gift of being um, fully able to relish an experience I'm having in a moment. And which means that what I also value is not having a lot of chatter in my mind, like a constant, like, what am I going to do next? And what's that going to be? And what's that's going to be? And all of that, which was a lot of, you know, previous decades. And because I value that, now I sort of look at like my choices and success. And I'm like, so success doesn't necessarily mean for me, like having a full schedule and seeing clients every day and being on all the time. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Like now I'm like, okay, how do I kind of do what I love 
and actually have time to be in this flow state that I so enjoy where it's a beautiful day. I want to go outside and just enjoy the sunshine and take that in. And sometimes I just want to wander on the trail for an hour, you know, <laughs> and just be in that moment. And to me, when I do that, I feel, ah, that is success now. Yes. <laughs> this is a gift. Like, I don't have to be like, oh, no, but I have to run and like do all these 50 million things anymore. I still have things to do. However, how I'm kind of prioritizing has shifted. It's like I'm still a mom of three children and, you know, still going to be working and, be, you know, thinking about like, how do I bring revenues in? However, what success feels is very different. Like, I feel I'm successful when I can relish <laughs> my time wholeheartedly without getting stuck here. Yeah, I feel like we have similar changes happening because I had the same thing with being on all the time. And one value that I held, and sometimes it's not even like dropping the value, like I still value mm -hmm. responsibility, for example, mm -hmm. but what order of priority and how mm -hmm. does it manifest? For example, for me, re being responsible meant like I said, being prepared for everything, planning. Mm -hmm. And that shifted for me to from having everything written and prepared to trust and being open to receive whatever it's meant for me to share because this brain here doesn't know everything. But <laughs> if I'm open to receive and transmit yeah. from my heart, I always have the answers. Yes. Yes. And can I just add on to your question? The reason I've had my own aha around the value and kind of why presence is so important is exactly that. Because what I've noticed is that when I'm in that flow state and with presence living life, then when I do show up in my work with the folks that I support, I can just flow. There is no effort. I can be so present. And it's just happens like ease it's there's so much ease versus i've noticed in the weeks because it, clearly i'm human and there are times when i've like overtaken and said yes to a few more things that i you know are in alignment with where i'm at and then i've noticed how those beautiful experiences don't feel the same yeah. they feel like there's friction I'm not vibrating with the cosmos. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I feel like the people that we support feel more at ease as well because they can feel that energy. And this yes. is one of the things that is shifting. We even people who aren't more like who might not see themselves as uh, intuitive or whatever, mm -hmm. um, they're feeling energy more and more. Mm -hmm. We can feel that. And it's a it's also a vibration between humans yes that we can perceive so uh the more we are in alignment the less we have to uh be controlling things and this is one thing with planning and mm -hmm. we we might think it's the risk and th this was for me the responsible thing and maybe it was in the beginning until mm -hmm. you get to know your stuff and so on um but when we prepare too much it's actually a 
control mechanism to try to, yeah, to make sure that everything is going to work and nothing is going to fall apart. But it's us not trusting mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. And the trust, I feel like the more we can allow ourselves to trust, the mm -hmm. easier things get and the more we get in that flow state that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And, and, and I feel in, in kind of relating it to those uh, folks who are listening and are on a healing journey, right? That I think I know in many parts of my healing journey, the need to control outcome and the need to have a timeline to things and a desire of like, this needs like, how do we like move on from here can really take away this gift of vibrating with the cosmos and delay the healing and delay the healing and then we are like off rhythm like an instrument that is <laughs> one of the worst things you can do is uh and you know that i have my own healing journey as well one of the things that i'm still working on is the body part of it because mm -hmm. being in a wheelchair it's i'm still like a friend of mine just asked me like what are you still gaining from being in a wheelchair like mm -hmm. oh that's a good question to ask interesting um it's that we when we ask i or when we state i should have healed that already yeah. or i should have figured this out already we are delaying the healing how can we accept what it is right now and still have a vision of something better? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is a big question, Liz. And I'm curious because, you know, and if it's okay for you to um, share your own journey, because you've been on a tremendous healing journey yourself. And I'm curious as to how that has played for you that exact question and in various stages to all the things that you can even do today right i mean from where you started to where you're today a lot has shifted yeah and and then there is you know then the part two of the question would be okay so now that question of like what you know how is this wheelchair serving me today and uh, what does that mean like it's like, how do we move forward with an intention there? And what, what is your intention? So we'll break it down. Let's start with like part one of your journey and your healing and just that wisdom of vibrating with the cosmos, how that's come into it for you and served you and supported you. Uh, you ask how the wisdom of vibrating the cosmos helped in my healing journey? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. where you stop mm -hmm. frictioning because yeah. especially it, it was your healing also so, so much physical in nature right yeah There's i mean so when physical things start are not available it's like wow there's this like big desire to like just okay come on let's go let's yeah got it um yeah so i'm gonna start with the voice you know that yeah. i stopped singing for a long time yes because I didn't have enough breath to do it. I didn't have the posture to do it. Mm -hmm. And Kundalini Yoga was one of the big things that helped me recover it. 
uh, and the chanting was the thing that helped me see okay if I can chant I can sing and the more I could hold my breath and hold longer satnams yeah uh, the more I could uh, start singing as well but the thing that shifted from this just to get started mm -hmm. with the whole thing when I started trying to sing again after my accident so different body situation and so on physical perspective mm -hmm. i was trying to do things the same way as, as i did before Very and i was trying to go for the high notes that i could do before so i was trying to do the hard things with a different situation physically yeah and that would give me the feedback that i can't do this mm. i'm not good enough for this anymore um no not this is not viable for me mm -hmm. when i shifted and started with the lower notes which mm -hmm. talking about aligning with the cosmos the lower notes are more grounded the lower notes are <laughs> working from the bottom up yes so i needed to reconnect with my body with the lower uh, essence of myself to be able to go higher as well yeah. I'm going to like say this again because this is so juicy and so good for those who are listening. Um, yeah, you, you know, Lais, when you shared how you opened up to lower notes versus striving for, you know, what used to be the higher notes. Uh, first, big aha there. So I'm just going to invite our listeners to kind of reflect on that and notice in your in their own healing journey, in your own healing journey, you know, get curious, where am I doing that? Where am I still stuck on a certain vision, right? Which is not in alignment with where I am today. And then what's really fascinating to me when you talked about lower notes and that they're grounded and that you're working from the bottom up. Like to me, it's like, right, because in, in the work that I do, um, in trauma healing, more and more science is sort of like bringing the evidence forward and saying, actually, we heal, like the healing needs to happen from bottom up. Because until we don't feel grounded and safe and supported, just our nervous system is not in a space where it can rest, digest, recover, heal, recharge. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> I just want to make that connection and say how beautiful, first of all, that you aligned with that rhythm, like that was showing up like, okay, low notes. And, and then there, there was medicine in the low notes that it actually gave you exactly what you needed to move through the trauma of your experience and to heal. We do need to start being grounded first. We need a place to land. And then we can build a castle. Yeah. <laughs> I have chills hearing you saying this because, yeah, I didn't associate one thing with the other until you asked. But yeah, that, there's so much medicine in that. And it, it's funny because I didn't like, when I sang before my accident, I didn't like my lower notes. Mm. I thought my voice was too, like, uh heavy in the lower notes mm. i tried to go to the higher mm. and in the process of working with that i started loving my lower notes mm. and that's part of like you're saying like loving your body as well loving this um 
your vehicle where you are and working from the bottom up and then you can connect with other things as well yes yes versus coming here and our tendency is always wanting to go top down right like be in our heads analyze and uh, what and and, in in this very embodied experience that you had you were guided because you listened to that what you needed in your healing journey even though you probably at that point had not made that connection like oh yeah this is a bottom-up approach this is actually going to ground me support me and like you know we reflect after but how powerful case in point and embodiment from your own experience your lived experience that when you align and vibrated with the cosmos and then stopped kind of trying to make it something else it puts you on the path yeah yeah and from that going up uh there's another thing as well when uh one of the things that came to me when i was asking myself why do i what did i did i get mm-hmm. from uh from this mm-hmm. uh there are many things, mm-hmm. uh, for example, I had, even though not great uh, way of doing this, but I had a stop in time, a break in time to rethink who I was and who I, what mm-hmm. I wanted to do and mm-hmm. so on. Sometimes, like we we're talking about, we don't give ourselves the time and then the universe puts the time for us in ways that we don't ex- expect. So it's good for us to make retrograde. Yeah, our own retrograde. <laughs> yes, and that—that's the thing we've—we're uh, talking about Mercury retrograde yeah. as well. Mercury is the trickster, so it will like um, play with us sometimes to get us to rethink a better way of things. So yeah, talking about that, one of the things that came to me was mm-hmm. that. Being in a wheelchair allowed me to see uh, that I could be loved despite what I could do. Mm, Wow. And sometimes we put so so much, and this was an emotional thing for me because we put so much of our value into what we can do and what we offer to others, especially people who are such givers as you and I are. And seeing that reflected back at me was something that, yeah, probably I needed this experience to Mm. receive that and allow myself to receive help as well. This is very powerful. I feel for our listeners as well, because I sense that the community who listens are also givers (laughs) and and those who are going to be called to listen or just need this medicine right now um, that you said when you said i can be loved despite you know what i can do like what i can output or produce and i think that is really huge lies like that for you to even have that reflection and that knowing and i think that can be such a game changer in our healing especially in a place where you were so humbled right like it's not like you could just think about it you had to embody it to keep moving on from that space and i i know that from so many women that i support 
right? There is a lot of grief around what they cannot do and wanting to do it all again. So I just want to acknowledge that for whoever's listening as a healing. Like, yes, that grief's going to be there because we loved what we used to do. Right? And I'm sure you have those moments of grief. This is part of our human experience. And then kind of as we move through that, it's like, okay, what if I am just enough the way I am? And it's okay if this is a period where I can't do as much as I think I should be doing the should. Um, rather, this is my period to receive, you know, be in retrograde, to slow down, to, yeah, to be open, to create new space now. Yeah. Maybe everything is too filled up here, you know, and there's some house cleaning that needs to happen. And, you know, once we get to that point of acceptance and recognize that, there's another thing, because you know that I'm... I'm making my own music now. I, yes. I still can't play the instruments the way I used to, but I yeah. can play enough to yeah. produce music. Yeah. Uh, that required me to accept that, okay, if it, if I truly believe that this is for, this is my mission, mm -hmm. if I truly believe that uh, I'm supposed to be doing this and that I have something to share, in this way that mm -hmm. then I'm going to be guided to do this in whatever it, way it is. And I'm going to be open to different possibilities of how to do it. That's what I feel like the healing actually happens because we're open to the unknown. I don't mm -hmm. know how this is going to happen, but it's going to happen. Yes. And instead of trying, no, it has to be like this. So I need to play instruments like this. This is how it works. No, just I'm going to be open to play with this and just guide me through uh, the, the journey and through the healing journey or through the mission journey to whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Once we're truly open, magic really happens. We start like <laughs> seeing the synchronicities and uh, we might have no idea how things are going to work, but they start working. Yes. Yeah. And it's really, again, we're talking about the detachment of, uh, I'm still in the works, but I was guided to like a keyboard that says like your experience, your sound written in it. Even. I love it. Oh uh, yeah. That's the tagline of Arturia. The Art oh. Arturian, by the way, are one of the, uh, the guides uh around the universe as well so mm -hmm. that that's another little wink from the <laughs> universe in there um and started playing with that and creating some things even though i didn't know if i would be able to play the keyboard and um got it to a teacher that uh got me to learn how to produce and to the colleagues that uh i found so family with some mm -hmm. of the people in there. And this is all is when we say, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I know that I'm going to do this instead of telling mm -hmm. ourselves it's too scary to even try. So I'm not gonna. Right. Right. 
and then just not even show up, right? And I know that is a very familiar feeling and I want to acknowledge that because for sure in different phases of my own healing that has shown up where this adaptive survival mechanism has kicked in where it just is like, I'm going to just gravitate to what's familiar, whether it serves me or not. I'm just going to because everything else feels so unknown because the unknown is not familiar. So, you know, as you're sharing and it's like I'm bringing those connections for those of our listeners to see like, okay, so part of this is our human wiring and understand that this is every human is going to move through this experience, right? There is going to be this push pull. And part of it is to come into and give yourself permission and take some steps forward. You know, whatever that means, however small that might be or appear too small it might be. And you're like, when will this ever? Because I'm sure when you first started Laiz, you know, with the Kundalini practice and started, there was a commitment you made. Like you still practice Kundalini. Daily. Daily. Right. So you decided to show up to a practice that you found as medicine in this time period to support you on your intention. And then you didn't know how it was going to be. You just knew, okay, this is the practice. This feels good. I'm going to go with it, go with it. And then it's like the path unfolded because you didn't know it was going to unfold this way. Yeah, you didn't. I don't know if you knew that you would be recording these beautiful songs. And by the way, for those of our listeners, you have to check out Laiz's music and follow her and engage with her and support her work because in supporting her, we're supporting the story of um, authentic embodiment, authentic inner healing work and true human power that we can truly do hard things. We just have to show up consistently for ourselves and trust and then trust. Don't try to control everything. There is some trust here and there's a co-creation here. Yes. Oh, I love that you say that because that's that's exactly, I had no idea. I had no idea. I actually even making music even before my accident is something that, and this is part of the healing journey as well. It's something that I told myself, okay, I love this, but it's not viable. It's mm-hmm. not, so look for something that is viable to do in your life. Right? Yes. Yes. I would never in a million years think that I would be doing this even less after my, everything that happened. But I feel like maybe even having the accident made me even more eager to yeah. do this. And, you know, after my dad passed, I felt like it was like I needed this in my healing. Mm-hmm. It was really a moment where I need the, the medicine. I need the music to heal my grief. Mm. And it is a it is a, a trust to co-create because I don't believe that these songs come from me i believe they come through me even when it's based on my experience mm-hmm. i'm asking for the medicine i'm asking for I, i'm going through this give me the song that's going to help me heal that yeah it is the medicine it is the medicine and and how powerful that your medicine is then 
medicine that is available for the collective, right? To um, your embodiment is truly the medicine. It's like all that, it's like dosed up into like a dose <laughs> that we may call a song. And then for our listener, if they can kind of connect that way and consciously listen, now their soul receives from like your journey, which was like a lot of showing up. And now someone can receive. It might just be the bridge they needed. Yeah. Every, every one of us, maybe that are going through the healing journey and the people that are listening to this, sometimes we think it's just for us or that's <laughs> selfish or whatever it is. Actually, each of us healing one thing, we are unblocking like a ton of healing and energy for everyone who's going through the same because we're all connected. Yeah. So it's not a selfish thing to heal. It's you're doing the work for everyone to be able to tap into this. Mm, yes. And, and it's so powerful and so beautiful. And that is my why, to be honest, is because I feel this is how we're going to create a new generation. Uh, when we say yes to taking ownership of our healing and becoming more curious in our own healing and trying to let go of that external control of everything around us and coming more inwards. And now we've, we have, without realizing, shaped the future generation because it's, it's a ripple effect, our healing. It's like you said, Laiz, it's not just me who heals your lived experience became medicine through your music now for everyone like think about how many bridges like I'm, I'm like visualizing all these bridges popping up everywhere you know um how beautiful i and love that you're saying the bridges because I, I i just had uh gave a workshop yesterday and i'm gonna be talking more about this songs have part of usually verse chorus and sometimes have a bridge and then chorus again and so on the bridge is something that always fascinates me because mm -hmm. i feel like it's really that crossing from where you were when you started the yeah. song and where you are when you end the song and you get to the chorus again with a new perspective and mm. a new insight uh, yeah, I, I, I just have tingles <laughs> when you say bridges. I love that. Well, then that was your word because it came through. <laughs> the visual is so distinct is what I'm seeing. Bridges everywhere, like beautiful rainbow bridges. So yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it's important this, uh, coming back to that acceptance of where we are mm -hmm. in the journey and yes. still having the, the vision, the hope for where we're going. Mm -hmm it's i didn't get to music at first because it was scary for me to even think of that not working yeah and it's still scary for me uh, in my healing journey to even say that i want to be able to play all the instruments that i want that i played mm -hmm. before because i still can play the guitar mm -hmm. and i can still can play the piano the way i used to or play a little bit here and there like mm -hmm. catching the notes mm -hmm. um it's scary for me to say even that I want to walk again one day because it's that feeling of, but what if I don't? Yes. It's not something that mm. uh, it's not something that I can say 100% if I do this, this and this, then I'm going to get this. Right. It might not happen. Yeah. But if I don't try, I will never know. Never know. Mm. 
I'm going to breathe that in for a moment because there's medicine for me and for all our listeners. So, yes, yes. Um, because what you're speaking to, Lais, I mean, a lot. However, a few things that are bringing, coming to my awareness is acceptance doesn't mean we give up. Yeah. Because I, I feel like sometimes it's confused. Like, oh, this is okay now. You know, I'm going to give up. And, you know, whatever this is, I accept this is where it's going to be now forever. Rather, what I heard you say was there is the acceptance is in the surrendering of trying to control how things are going to move forward. And also where you are in this moment in terms of what do I have access to in this moment? And what do I have not access to while detaching from that what I did? Yeah. Period. And I think... It applies in many, many parts of our lives where we go through these transitions and we're longing for the old versions of ourselves, right? The detachment is part of acceptance. Then next step. Okay, now that I've accepted, does that mean that I'm not going to hold the vision like you, you, you said it so well? It's like, does it mean that you're not going to hold the vision of seeing yourself walk again? And yeah, it seems like a big like you when you said it it's like because again such a physical thing right like to get up from the wheelchair and to walk it's like wow how is that gonna happen right like the mind wants to kick in and be like but how are you gonna do that like what's that gonna be like and to again then this is where like vibrate with the cosmos like set that intention however don't get attached to how it's gonna happen and will it happen just live in the energy of what you desire and that access that freedom because I feel like what walking is going to give you lies is another layer of freedom but does that mean that you can't experience freedom right now in your body of course not (laughs) for me acceptance is being grateful for what we have without blocking the possibility of what can be better Mm. Say that again, Lais. It was beautiful. I'm going to listen to it and I'm going to invite our listeners to um, take this in again. Acceptance is being grateful for what we have right now, what it is, without blocking the possibility of something even better. Yes, without blocking the possibility of something better. So yes, for our listeners, when you're taking this in, like, really today or whenever when you are in a place where you can journal write this big word acceptance down (laughs) and then come to this intersection of gratitude um and perhaps some grief too like grieve you know so that we can kind of move through the grief and then uh, come into gratitude come at the intersection and then it's totally okay to also dream and have another vision it's just yeah. don't get like this <laughs> don't yeah. i mean there, our listeners won't be able to hear it but i'm like making a tight fist it's like don't get so tight-fisted about it yeah i'm guilty of getting into the cynicism of thinking like oh no but if i can't have it i don't even want it. yes and yes that's what blocks yes it's yeah. so true if i can't have it then i'm not even going to try I think that deep down sometimes that's kind of the fear 
Um, it is a defense mechanism. It's a protective mechanism. Again, yeah, it's it's because it's so vulnerable. Yeah. To say, okay, I'm gonna move through this and be okay if it's not according to your mind, not moving in the trajectory that the mind thinks it needs to go. Um, and to just be in the flow and be like, okay, well, you know, we'll see, we'll see how this kind of takes shape, form, and allow, and allow, and allow, whatever that means, you know, five years down the road, Laïs, you know, you're going to tell us what that means for you in your journey. Yeah. I, I know that, like I said, might be something that not doesn't happen and I might fear even being thought of oh oh poor kid uh she's dreaming of something impossible right Right. not only impossible if I believe it it's impossible yeah so even if it doesn't happen I'm being completely open to the dream open to possibility and that's what i invite uh everyone listening as well even if your healing sounds like oh this is too hard to do this is i've been told that it's impossible and so on we are shifting such higher frequencies there are things happening and things coming that we don't even know yet and if you think of all the things that weren't possible 10 years ago they are possible now Mm-hmm. Can you really say for sure that you don't know it's going to be possible? We don't know what's possible. No, no. So just be open to it. Just be open. Yes. Embrace possibilities is what I'm hearing from you, Lais. And that in itself, again, from the lens that I'm always presenting information to women I support is like, when you come into a realm of possibilities that in itself is this part of your nervous system that can thrive that takes you out of survival yes now you are shifting consciousness and in this podcast i say that healing beyond physical is a journey of shifting states of consciousness from states of survival to states of love and thrive and there is that work. <laughs> there is the embodiment of what it's going to look like. This is how we can shift. Yeah. If, if, if we want, we do need to come out of survival first. Yes. This is a, it's hard to create. I, the funniest image that I always have in my head is like, I always picture myself like running from a tiger. And I'm like, if I was running at this, like from a tiger or hiding from a tiger, how am I creating? No, whatever it is that I want to create. <laughs> like, have yeah. you seen someone create like as they're like running for their life? Like, mm-mm. Yeah. so if we want to create any possibility, we we do need to switch, be open, and 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 say yes to doing the work of sitting with the discomfort of you know where we are today, and if it's yeah. not a place that you're, you know, as feeling like I don't want to be here rather to just be here you're here already it's here already what yeah. if we just welcome this whatever's here right now 
And remember that we don't have to know everything because we're not creating alone. We're always co-creating. Yes, yes. The vibrate with the cosmos in your healing. We don't have to carry the burden and feel like it's all us. And going back to the vibrated cosmos as well. Releasing the attachment to the timeline. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a different conversation because I, I feel like that is a really big, um, definitely a big element. It has shown up in mine. And especially when you're like on a healing journey, like um, where I was um, trying to have another child, right? Like it felt like there was a timeline and the timeline's ticking. And, you know, every year passing by, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm not pregnant yet. And I'm not pregnant, right? And it's very, like the timeline hits you very, like it felt very harsh because of the external beliefs that I used to hold, right? Because somehow I had believed that it has to happen in a certain timeline. And otherwise I will not have this possibility. I have bought into a story that it's impossible or will not be possible. It will be very difficult. And um, <laughs> the freedom lay in uh, letting go of that timeline. Actually, it wasn't accepting where I was in that moment and um, not really even chasing and just be giving thanks for what I did have rather it's than. So it's yeah. so powerful what you're mentioning because I feel like often when we hear release the attachment on the timeline, we feel like, oh, that means it's going to take a long time. Yes. Not really. We're still being attached to the timeline. <laughs> it might be tomorrow. It might be yeah. today. And we're just blocking it because we're like, when, when, when? As long as we're looking at that yeah. thing yeah, and like holding like, oh, yeah, when it's going to, like when you're looking at the clock yeah. ticking, yeah. It feels so much slower than when you're doing something that you love and enjoy. Yeah. And then the time flows by and you don't even know where it went. Yeah. It's, it's releasing that. Yes. Yes. So, I, yeah. With, with the pregnancy, like you said, for example, yeah. I have a client that was trying to have, and she had a timeline mm -hmm. to, to have the, to, to get pregnant because she was on medicine that she needed to go back to the medicine and so on. Um, the moment she released the, I have to get pregnant now, she got pregnant. Yes. And it's just, I believe it. <laughs> it's, it's because she came out of the pressure because time creates pressure. Pressure is pressure on you. Again, if you come back to language or nervous system, that's survival mode. When you're under pressure, like anytime now, the tiger is going to attack while well, you're in survival. The thing is, we're wired for survival. So you will go there. It's not like you're, oh, I'm not thinking about survival. No, no, no. The biology takes over. It puts you in there. Whether you're consciously thinking about it or not, you're there. You're living in it. And that's why, is what you said. It's like we have to embody it. And the way we embody it is, is, is to be in a different energy. We just have to find a different vibration to vibrate, <laughs> you know, because that vibration, unfortunately, will keep us stuck. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it is just that. And I, I laugh and I also hold um, 
you know, those women in my heart who have been on this long journey with, with um, conception or um, trying to conceive through losses, you know, different trajectories, if, if we're kind of speaking with that, because that can be so close to people's hearts, um, yeah. wanting to have a baby. Although I have to say that, I mean, that miracle of acceptance and I feel like is my seven-year-old son because, you know, four years of like friction, 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 try, 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 chase, chase, chase. One evening of like wholeheartedly surrendering, like energetically, there was a huge shift that happened that one evening. There were many events that led me to that moment. However, in that moment, then I finally proclaimed out to the universe, this is it. Like, I hear you, I received the message now. I am going to be in gratitude. And I gave thanks for everything that I had. And I just looked at like, my lens had changed. I looked at everything, I'm like, oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you. In March, so that was December, in March I found out that I was already pregnant. It's like, wow. <laughs> you know? That's incredible. That's amazing. And I yeah. carried the whole pregnancy through the term. Because prior know, to that, I was not able to because I was still in survival. Yeah. You know, I feel like sometimes when we hear the stories of something that worked, uh, we can get into that. But why not me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Energy as well. And again, going back to acceptance, it's not our fault. No. If things didn't happen at yes. a time that yes. they, we expect yeah it there's always a bigger plan that yeah. sometimes we are not aware of yeah and if it happens it happens if it doesn't maybe there is something even better and yeah. we can ask what's what this means i love uh asking mm -hmm. for signs asking for messages and mm -hmm. receiving them and there's always a bigger meaning mm -hmm. uh that's part of what making songs uh help me as, as well mm -hmm. like making meaning of a life and with what you're saying at the same time i feel like all creation uh needs that playfulness and needs that gratitude to happen mm -hmm. and creating a child for example is uh, one of these bigger things, creating any project, but creating a child, it's like the ultimate creation. Yes. But creating a life. Life. So the playfulness, the yeah. lightness yeah. needs to be there for a soul to come. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and again, you know, it, it, I think I'm going to go back to what you said about why not me, because I think then that it can be easy to be like, but oh, that person's not playful and they're pregnant, right? And it's like, don't compare your journey with anyone else. If you are in a point where you are feeling stuck for whatever healing that you're seeking and whatever that means to you, don't compare your journey. Your yeah. soul is so uniquely you. And that's why these transmissions to, you know, the invitation is always to kind of take what's going to resonate for you. Because what, you know, how Laisa's experience moved through her, how my moved through me, were based on what I came here to learn and what I chose in terms of what my soul chose. I don't even know that consciously. I'm just here exploring. 
and that person that is not playful and it's pregnant some it might be that that's so came to teach them something that they really need yeah and you don't know what's gonna happen no 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 yeah, it's and, not and it's not so Everybody linear right and it's not so yeah. black and white like oh this got pregnant check mark they were successful i didn't i'm not i mean in the moments of waiting, there could be a lot of growth and evolution that can happen that we might not even know how it's going to serve. And that's how I feel those four years have are serving now. <laughs> Fumo, I'm going to say this because I have been seeing a lot of very spiritual pregnant women around me lately. Um, and I feel this is this holds truth. And I know that your audience is this kind of people. There's a difference between people uh, bringing kids to the world simply by, for bringing kids to the world, mm -hmm. which is part, very important part. Yeah, procreation, right? Procreation, like, yeah. yeah. Life needs to continue. Mm -hmm. And people who are bringing souls that are gonna make a huge shift in this world. Yeah. And I feel this is your audience. This is you as well. This is the women that I'm seeing. The, you are not just procreating. You are creating, bringing a new vibration to the world. You, you yeah. are creating the new generation that is really shifting yes. the vibration of the earth. Yeah. It might take longer, but you needed to be prepared to receive these souls that are here to teach us more than to learn. Yeah, I love that. Yes, so beautiful. And I almost feel teary eyed as I'm listening to you. Because I feel I mean, there was a lot of truth from my spirit in, in what you shared. Absolutely. Yes. Um, embrace the waiting with reverence because these souls, I, I still say today that my seven year old, he needed me to be ready for to create a container that he would need and a very conscious container that he would need for his soul to do the conscious work that he's here to do. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it only can happen through those lived experiences that now I can have and I could bring that level of consciousness in how I space held for him. And for all our listeners to know that, that we are all bridge makers right sometimes we and i think that's what it is like is that we don't even realize how powerful we are and what we've come here in this incarnation in this time period to do we don't realize our power and we see things not moving in a linear way as the world deemed it needs to as failure and what you are suggesting is an invitation to get curious and see ourselves as bigger than just kind of where we think who we are in this moment. Yeah. I feel like when we go through things like miscarrying a child or like my accident and so on, mm -hmm. I know that you had your spiritual awakening through this and I had mine mm -hmm. uh, through my story as well. Mm -hmm. It's painful. Very but painful. But it's also maybe the 3D pain that we needed for our souls to awaken to all the possibilities and see beyond um, 
the structures of reality that we were yeah taught conditioned existed. yeah 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 Start remembering yes yeah. and oh my god yeah there's so much to be said again <laughs> there'll be another conversation however i just want to acknowledge what Lais is saying and say absolutely the you know <laughs> there is a lot of conditioning that we can be um, that can really cloud and take away us remembering who we truly are here and why we've come here because whoever's listening to this i know if you're listening to this you have come here and you have a great big mission <laughs> and that's why you are tuning into this it's like there's no coincidences it's a synchronicity so whoever's listening please know that you are needed your work is needed your gifts are needed wherever you are in your healing and whatever you feel and perceive as a block. Perhaps there's a languaging. Is this really a block? And then asking the questions, right? Like Laiz, you said that I will ask in these moments questions about what is it here to guide? Like what is it actually opening up in me and reminding me of that I have perhaps forgotten? that I need to remember again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so vibrate with the cosmos. Um, I feel there is um, so much in this conversation. For those of you who are listening, um, I know that Laiz has so open-heartedly shared so many of her lived experiences, but transmitted it in ways that I feel you can keep coming back to this conversation. And it's very layered. There are many layers. I felt it in the conversation. So my invitation is going to be to come back to this. You know, there are going to be things that perhaps you heard today that maybe triggered you. Hey, that also isn't up. Like I've always seen triggers as to be curious about. So that's what I'm going to invite you to be compassionately curious if there is something that we've said that has triggered you to sit with it, to see, feel in your body, get the help support that you need for space holding, because some of this work of remembering, well, a lot of the work of remembering is about the interconnectedness and space holding. I've had many folks who space held for me in this journey. And then we paid forward, right? Laiz, I'm sh and I heard you say that you had your mentor, like we, I mean, through Kundalini, we've had teachers, mentors, guides, even through that common community that we're both part of. Yeah. And we've received. So to realize that this is how we are wired is we're social beings. So to find folks that you find resonance with like it's like oh they're kind of aligning to like the way whatever was shared was like oh i was feeling that in my heart like my body was like opening as i was listening like that's kind of how we can gauge resonance and then you go and you get curious and ask like how what that support might look like and trust right like the universe is going to find you the support when you say yes but it's free choice we make the choices we need to ask and choose and, and, and then we have fun with this. I, I, I love that you kept on saying playfulness because that is a big value that is emerging for me. 
in my own healing journey is playfulness and uh, curiosity is that entry point into playfulness that childlike curiosity and wonder and then the playfulness can grow from there yeah we're wired to guide each other home like uh it said and the triggers like you said they're pointing where we have blocks so even sitting and feeling where in my body i'm feeling mm. this trigger mm -hmm. can help you find like how can i unblock this yeah yeah because mostly things melt when you give them love and attention yeah. <laughs> everything needs just tlc right yeah. and uh, our body is no different if another human needs TLC, why does your body not need TLC? So, they, you know, that again, it's a bottom up approach, right? To work with the body and sit with these uncomfortable kind of what we call triggers. It's not a bad thing. It's actually giving you information. Like to me, it's like, you know, when you're following a map and there are markers that come that point you in a direction. That's how I see triggers. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just like, oh, where do I go? Like, there's no compass, there's no map, there's what's pointing me as to where I go. A trick, like it's perfect. Like a trigger can be your next step. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, and I and I know that there is skills to be learned as to how we sit with triggers. So that's why I put out the invitation that please seek out the support. I it's a learned skill that I needed to learn too. And I'm sure ladies, it's a learned skill that you learned, you know, unfortunately, we're not yet in this part of our not yet in this part of evolution where this is going to be um, just something that our children grow up with. However, I feel we are there in, at the same time as I say it, because I know as a mom, I'm teaching that to my children and giving them a whole new way to look at triggers rather than like, you know, just get stuck in it. So we're changing, we're shifting. Yeah. I feel like if I, uh, a few months ago, I were asked, uh, what are you gaining from being in a wheelchair? I would be what do you mean I'm gaining something? Mm. And th this is the thing, like when I received that question without judging it and yeah. actually being curious about it, yeah, I noticed that the shift was already there for me. So I just needed to explore that more. I love that. Hmm. And that's such a beautiful question to ask, right? In, in your case, it's the wheelchair. What are you gaining from? Fill in the blank. Yeah. And I, I, and I sense, ladies, for you, that process was sitting in your truth. Yeah. And is there anything about that that you feel called to share before we close our conversation today? With that, your own musing about that and where you are today in your healing. Maybe we can tap into, I don't have anything coming right now, but mm -hmm. maybe we can tap into the sharing a transmission like you asked yes please see what comes yes please i don't know what will come but let's see yes let's do it i'm so excited for this part thank you ladies <laughs> okay i'm gonna set uh the intention for this to be a transmission of healing for us and anyone listening mm. in all levels and all dimensions mm. so 
just gonna do a little bit of breath of fire as I normally do to get out of my mind. Uh, you can do it with me. <laughs> and inhale. you can erase don't control the things that you can attain it's not a race it's not a race it's time to be it's time to stay grounded, present, being of love. If anything comes to you, we're listening. It's time. It's time to be grounded. Mm. Thank you for that. So beautiful. Channel transmission, Laise. I'm tearing up, to be honest. <laughs> I am. So after this, I will have to go journal. That's what I'm going to be doing. Um, there is some remembering, I feel that chords have been struck inside. <laughs> so thank you for that sacred channel transmission. And to our listeners, what a gift for Lays to be here with us and channel this beautiful song. And I feel like in many ways that pulls the seeds of this entire conversation that we had today. So even if you don't get to listen to the whole conversation, come back to this part, listen, just close your eyes, hands on your heart or connect to the earth, however you want, whatever you need, and just listen and remember who you are. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I always feel in this transmission, like, shoot. Yes, yeah, so good. So good. Of course, thank you for 
so generously sharing your time, your wisdom, your energy here, and transmitting that energy of healing and love and possibilities, because I feel like that's what you've just transmitted. And then we all need that in our healing journey. We all need to anchor into hope, into possibilities. So from the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful nice that that we are on this path that our parts first of all are even intertwined and that we can have this beautiful conversation together here today um, for your time for your presence your gifts and for our listeners i'm going to say this again that if you are um, haven't already you're going to come to into my show notes and check out um, where you can listen to laisa's beautiful transmissions because that's what they are that's how i use her songs as transmissions i play them and then i journal or i move my body and i dance with my little one um we we, we use them as a sacred ritual and um, you can make them as ritualistic as you want because that's how i feel i receive them and um and there's much more than that that lays also does so all that information is going to be in the show notes and please do uh, follow her um follow her you know you can i think it's on spotify that you can follow the artist and then you will be kind of up to date on the beautiful transmissions and songs she's releasing um, my favorite is uh, no more shoulds <laughs> i hear that <laughs> I love that you shared that uh, your little one was uh, saying no more shoulds, mom. <laughs> yes, my favorite is no more shoulds because it can lend to such amazing conversations. That's what Lise is talking about. Because then when my little guy heard it, we could unpack it and we had a conversation about it. It's like reading a book, right? Songs are like that when they are intentional. Um, kids take in so much more through songs. And then it's like, oh, and then they call you out when we when we put shoes on ourselves, <laughs> yes, or put shoes on them. <laughs> we all take in more from songs because yeah. it's it's hardwired to really pattern things in ourselves. Yeah. And think of how many phrases from books you remember and how many lyrics you remember. It's so much easier to yeah get that inside when it comes with melody. It does. So, yeah. It's yeah it's, it? <laughs> it's true it's i feel like it it is the language of our subconscious mind right that's why it just kind of velcros in with so much more ease than like other things so um yeah there is beautiful gifts that Laise has shared through her beautiful voice and transmissions um Laise, what's your latest song that i i want to just put it out there that is latest or one. is yeah, the latest one released. I don't know when uh, this is going to be aired. Mm -hmm. If it, it's going to be another one. Right now, it's Deja Vu, which Deja Vu. is about so family recognition. <laughs> uh, and that. yeah, and a lot about being in, having to be in our bodies as well when yeah. to find each other. Yeah. Um, and the next one will probably be Memories. Oh. Um, which might be out already when this is out so i'm mm -hmm. putting it out there okay well thank you for that i'm looking forward i'll have to go back and listen to deja vu uh, with that intention i love kind of 
when songs have that intention behind them and it's like, okay, now, now, now tune into it and see how your container receives it. So thank you for that gift. And uh, again, for your time today to our listeners, thank you so much for being in the space with Laiz and myself today. I send each of you so much love and please know that wherever you are, you're sitting in your car, you're on your walk and you're listening to our voices or you know, you're in the midst of like doing your chores and listening in through your day, creating time space that we see you, we feel you. Um, there's always a deep connection that I feel when we record these of like as if there is like we're in circle and we're all kind of sitting in circle around this beautiful fire in the woods and being seen and being heard and being acknowledged and remembering that we're not alone. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Laiz. So much love to you. Thank you for being here today on Healing Beyond Physical. And um, I'm so excited to share your work and put all, all the amazing stuff you do in our show notes so that our listeners can also be part of that experience. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. And if you found this empowering, then please do take a moment and share this episode with your friends and family. And also do consider leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Here's to us each healing and coming back home to ourselves.